If you're a visionary and ambitious entrepreneur ready to untangle yourself from the hustle culture, get into flow state, and have some fun in the process, you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm your host, Ankita Tarol, a Forbes and Entrepreneur Featured Coach and Entrepreneur. I'm bringing the strategy and the woo to help you lead from the heart. So one of the things that I have recently been really diving into, as you guys know, is the mastermind. I have been having so much fun with the creation process and really thinking about the whole concept of what I want to be known for in business. And really, it is this kind of intersection. And I, with my coach, recently decided to call it the 3M model. So it is the intersection of mindset manifestation and monetization. It's a beautiful way of bringing together everything that we can do, how we can lean on source and trust the universe, and how we can very kind of intelligently or strategically create the processes and pricing in our business for monetization. But today I really wanted to focus on money. And I know that I talk a lot about manifestation and mindset on this podcast and it really is meant for those of you that are slightly woo that is my audience if you're listening and you've been following along thank you so much it means so much to me and before I talk about monetization I just want to talk about the fact that as we grow as business owners as we grow as entrepreneurs there is is for most of us a fear of visibility. And it was really interesting in how it showed up for me recently where I had a couple of posts that got so many comments, like a couple of posts in social media. And like some of the comments were great, but a lot of them disagreed with me and were really disagreeing with what I was saying and like trying to correct me and trying to sort of pick a fight, right? And I just want to point out that the more you get established in who you are, the more that is going to happen that you are not for everyone and not everyone is for you. And by the way, sometimes I truly think we can learn from coaches, even the people that we hire, that we actually disagree with, but we really want to learn the one thing that they're really good at or be challenged in a very different way or just that we love their energy but disagree with some of the things that they say or disagree with some of the ways of them being. So like for instance, if someone makes you feel expansive but you don't necessarily agree with having 30 different offers, you don't have to have 30 different offers. If someone makes you feel really excited and on fire about what's possible for you but their way of kind of getting sold and getting clients is to constantly post their screenshots of how much money they're making. You don't need to do that. You don't need to do that part. You can just stay in the expansive energy. I just wanted to share this because so often we view things as black and white and we run things through this filter of should I decide this? Should I not decide this? Should I post this? Should I not post this? And entrepreneurship like the rest of life is very rarely black and white. And so just want to say that you can choose to work with someone and not agree with all their opinions. You have the autonomy to decide which feels right to you. 
And that was a post in one of the Facebook groups that I'm in where someone asked about like, what's the worst advice you've ever got from a business coach? And of course, it was a business coach asking this to create conversation and stir up controversy. And for a minute, it made me kind of like, wait a minute, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to say like your way of coaching is better? But they weren't. They were purely just trying to get people to have a conversation, I think anyway. But I think it, that narrative of like, oh, I regret investing in blank coach is slightly toxic because even if you don't realize it, I can guarantee that there's things that you've learned from the people that you've either studied with, people that have coached you, people that you've followed, even if it is that you don't want to do business that way. Even if it is that you got swayed into bro marketing or FOMO marketing, and that is not your style. That's not how you want to run your business. So please take the things that resonate with you from everything that any coach says, anything that I say, and like use your own judgment, see how it feels in your body, and then decide from an empowered place what feels good to you. Okay, with that being said, I want to talk about monetization. And I am talking to service providers. So if you are a product founder, you can take elements of this, but you know, like take elements of this, actually, it is actually going to be helpful for you, but it's easier for me to talk to service providers more specifically about how to scale a business, because that's just what I am most familiar with. I have worked a lot B2B. So like really good at building partnerships, really good at collaborations, et cetera, and really good at selling B2C and especially for service. But irrespective of what your business is, there are a few things that I want you to know. The first is that the amount of money that you make in business, in your career, in anything is not a reflection of your worth. What you make is purely a number. What you see people report is purely a number. And what you see people report you don't actually know how much money they're making as opposed to their business making, which means, you know, they could be hiring a lot of people. They could be running a ton of automations. They could be, they could be running ads. Like you don't actually full know the full story. So whether you've had a success in the past, whether you've had failure in the past, whether you're coming to this from like being excited about a launch or from disappointment, just know that numbers are just data points about how your messaging, how your product, how your transformation and how your communication is landing with a client. And the best thing that you can do is to take all of this data and to use it to move your business forward. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, if this part sounds disjointed, it's because I had to pause the recording because that was some, that was, my husband came home and he was at the door and it's a Friday that I'm recording when I'm recording this and usually he works from home. So he wasn't home and I thought that he would, um, he would basically be calling out for me because <laughs> I'm just like holed up in my office recording this like at 6 p.m. Okay, so I'm, I'm just going to pick up in, in the thought that irrespective of what your, your numbers say, they're just data to like help you iterate and build a business that really feels in alignment with you. If there is a number goal that you have, that is fantastic. That is an amazing place to start. What is your enough number? 
as as some financial planners or coaches will say, right? Like, what is the amount of money that you need to make? Forget your ego for a minute. Just what is the number that you need to make for A, your business to be able to run and for B, for you to pay all your bills, like all your personal bills and C, for you to save whatever percentage feels good to you. It does not need to be someone else's percentage. Just what feels good to you. Like if you calculate the bare minimum number, that gives you a very clear point of like understanding what you can create in your business. And so this is where I want to go next. Last weekend, I spent all weekend revisiting the Profit First model, which if you haven't read the book, it is a fantastic book for every business owner to read and to understand what Profit First is. And Profit First is the idea that often in the business world, in the economics world, if any of you have studied business or economics like I have, or even if you just had like a high school level understanding of it, you know that the equation that we're always taught is revenue minus cost equals profit, which is you make the money, you spend the money on like COGS, which is cost of goods and services. So that's like how much it costs for you to run your, to produce your product or for you to like implement your service. So like COGS, I actually, like when I do COGS, I actually do include things like Stripe fees, things like Zoom, like, you know, you need those things to actually deliver your product. So what do you need to deliver the service, your coaching, your consulting that you are selling to your clients? So expenses would actually include everything else. It would include like if you're renting out a co-working space, if you're buying drinks on your company card, if you're investing in coaching programs, all the courses that you sign up for, And the idea of profit first is radical because what it says is revenue minus profit equals your expenses. And so the fascinating thing about that, right, is that you're not taking revenue without the cogs. Like you're you're really like, okay, like what does it cost for me to deliver this service? Like what is the input that I absolutely need? Like the bare minimum that I absolutely need to deliver this service. And that gives you an idea of all the leftover money that you have after you've taken out the profit, which there's many different ways of doing this, but I'm just going to tell you a super simplified way that I, I like to think about it, which is that you want to make sure that you, ha- that you have paid your bare minimum, paid yourself your bare minimum, and that you've saved a certain percentage for taxes. And then the operating expenses are whatever is left over. That is the money that you have to invest in coaching, to become better, to grow, to spend on ads, to experiment, to all of that. And the thing that I see with a lot of entrepreneurs is that they're trying to grow so quickly that they are burning through cash and they don't pay themselves, which causes them to feel burnt out. There will be a point in your business in which you have to perhaps do this because it feels right. I have been there and I have no regrets whatsoever. But the quicker you can switch to this model of realizing that you come first, like you come first. If you have employees, your employees obviously come first. But, you know, like without paying yourself, you can keep spending money on your business. And really, it is just an ego play on how much money you're making. It's just an ego play on how much money your business is making and how well you're doing. And so 
I would love for you to think about two things when it comes to monetization. The first is how can you make more money? So how can you increase your revenue? How you can increase your revenue is by first doing the mindset work, which is I am worthy. Going through the worthiness work, going through the fear of being seen, going through the fear of holding it, of having it, of being able to keep it, of working with people that really inspire you instead of saying yes to every project that comes your way. The next is the manifestation piece, which is how do I increase my capability to have more? How do I allow myself to align with the right opportunities, to align with the right client, the right time, to like magic dropping from the sky. And the last is monetization, which is you thinking about how to price your product carefully, how to do the profit first model. Monetization also means how to build out the funnels, how to find the clients, how to do the marketing, how to, how to like successfully run your company where it is a cash generating machine, but without you scrambling, without you constantly throwing spaghetti at the wall. And so I did talk about profit first as part of monetization. And like I would start today by identifying what is the number that you need to survive? What is the number you need in your business? What is the number you need personally? Like do the math, figure out what the bare minimum is. It might surprise you. When I've done this with clients, I surprise them. Most, most of the time, they're coming to me wanting to make thirty to $50,000 a month. And like we do this exercise and they realize the number is a lot smaller. That they are so content doing better than X, which is, you know, say like, okay, like personal expenses are $4,000 a month. My business expenses are $3,000 a month. And I would love to be able to save like $1,000 a month. So really, like if I'm doing $9,000 a month, that is great. Like, yes, it's not 10K a month, which is like the benchmark. But like, okay, so like, you know, these are just, this is just an example that I run with a client. And it is really freeing to know that you're not tethered to your business, that you have the ability to change your mind, that you can do whatever as long as you're doing the bare minimum that you need to, to keep your business running. After you've figured that out, I would work through, okay, like now that this is your goal, what is your mindset around it? What is holding you back from making the money that you truly desire? What are you afraid will happen if you were to make X? How do you judge yourself when you don't hit your goals? Then I would go into everything manifestation, which is, how can you increase your capacity to call in more money, to hold more money, for it to get off the pedestal and for you to be able to welcome that in, for you to be able to welcome clients in, for you to be able to change the way in which your body reacts to having large amounts of money? Like, does it scare you to think that you could be successful? Does it scare you to think that you might not be successful, that you might not make it and you judge yourself? Do you think you constantly need to learn more? In which case, you know, like, let's work through that together. And then the last piece around monetization is everything, again, that I was talking about, which is the profit first model. 
it is the next thing I would focus on is marketing, which is how can I both attract and create clients? They are both equally important pieces of the equation. Sometimes people will find you because you're shining in your power. That is attracting clients, right? Like they see your social media content. They see you speak at a workshop. They somehow get on your email list and love an email that you sent and sign up for it. And creating clients is when you are reaching out to them to say like, hey, like I thought of you and I would, I think this would really benefit you. And you do it out of genuine love for them. Similar example that I walked one of my clients through today is like actually creating partnerships could fall under the creating bracket, under the creating bucket, which is, oh, like reach out to people that offer peripheral services and ask them if they can partner with you. Creating and attracting, much like being and doing. Like as entrepreneurs, we get to be our best selves and also take action to do. So as you think about your business goals, as you revisit your business goals, as you are on this growth trajectory, I would love for you to get super intentional about what you're creating, how much is enough, and the kind of business that you really want to create, the kind of life that you really want to have. And the more intentional you can be about it, the more you can set your goals around monetization, but revisit it with the 3M framework, with mindset, manifestation, and monetization. Think about marketing. Think about profitability. Think about your offer suite. Think about everything that makes your business successful and make money. Run it through this lens. And I promise you that eventually things will start to feel in so much of a flow and things will just start to make sense and like have fun in the process. We're in business because it's fun for us. We're on this planet for such a short time. Just have fun creating, being, doing. And I I hope this episode was really helpful to you. I know I went through a lot. Maybe I'll eventually create like some kind of a freebie and drop it in, in the podcast links because I really do think that it would be helpful for you to have a way of figuring out exactly how much you need in your business and also to run through this. But in the meantime, if you would like to talk, my DMs are always open on Ankita Tarol on Instagram, or you can book a chat and I'll drop the link in the show notes if you're interested in working together and I would be so happy to help you. So with that, I hope you have a great week and I'll catch you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this episode with your friends. Until we meet again, dear entrepreneur, I hope you remember to lead from your heart.